Mm. Yeah, that's. Oh, I got some on my nose. Damn it, Kevin. So, Julie. Yeah. I have a confidential question for you. Yeah. What do you think the odds are that they're gonna start by just singing that goddamn song again? You know what? I think the odds of that are low. Here's why. Really? Oh, okay. I'll tell you why. Last night, Neil went over to Kevin's place so that he could watch a couple episodes of season one that he had not seen, and those two episodes were Wentworth Prison and To Ransom a Man's Soul. Okay, but did they go back and watch any of the fun ones? They only watched the... They went back and watched the first one. So I think that they're both um, feeling a little awkward in their manhood right now. Okay. But if do they you, do, do, if they do, then, that's awesome. Do you think then they're going to sing, like, Indigo Girls or something instead? Oh, my God. We can only hope. <laughs> I just, I figured we would call them back in, mm-hmm. and then and then Janine would say, go, or something. I don't know what you say. You say something. Or you nod. I don't know what you do. I've only been doing this for almost a year. <laughs> a year? A year? Something like almost. that. Almost. We'll have to do an anniversary episode. Pretty close anyway, yeah. we'll have them come back in, mm-hmm. and, and we'll just sit there and wait for them to start. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah, that's great. Okay. Are you cool with that, Janine? I'm just going to follow your lead. Okay, All we're right. just going to see what they do. All okay. Right. All right, it's an experiment. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, we'll be right back. Finally. Oh. <laughs> Man, takes me back every time. It takes you back to the last time we did this? Yeah, no, no to my childhood. <laughs> Walking around the streets of Ambier in Arkansas... Just drinking forties of old English. Mm. All right, so I guess we're not getting introductions. So uh, this is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, so an awkward this. way we to start. This, no, no, then we can just do whatever, right? Yeah, here All we right, go. Talk about back welcome when you were. Dude welcome to Dude Lander. Uh, this is Kevin. Uh, this is Neil. Uh, we're here with Janine. Hey! Oh, Jesus Christ, Kevin! You almost hit me in the face. <laughs> Janine and I are sharing a mic today. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm this, hit him in the face. and this is going to be the season one uh, Dude Lander recap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna find out what all the all the things that dudes think about season one of Outlander. That's <laughs> what all the fans are clamoring for. But what do men think? Just yeah, I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> we, I, I, I Julie and I were curious as to as to. First, whether you were going to sing again, and then second... Again? If you, you mean... For the, for as, a, as you did last time. But we haven't sang Yeah, yet. I guess if you're... It depends on how you're listening to this. Like, if you're going through... There might be a special treat oh. if you get to Dude Lander yeah, well, season two. If you haven't listened to the first Dude Lander yet, um, spoiler alert, they sing in it. <laughs> and by that, I mean the Dude Lander for season two. I don't know. Time travel is complicated. The, the point um, is... We're awesome at it. Yeah. Uh, what I us? what I didn't expect is that first you would talk about open carrying mm. uh, 40 of Old English, mm-hmm. and that then you would point out the hypocrisy of our entire concept for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> that was surprising. Uh, they've introduced themselves. I'm Allison. Mm. Sorry, I'm Julie. Uh, and this is Podlander Drunkcast, an Outlander podcast. As you've already heard, it's the Doodlander episode because everyone is clamoring to hear what the men think. <laughs> I put out a tweet about this yesterday and I got exactly one response. So, like, it's at an all time fever pitch out on the streets. Mm-hmm. Kevin, who responded to you? Boy, howdy, it was. It was none other than Julie Starbird. Yes, it was. <laughs> 
oh my god, my baby's so grown. Mm. I did not get an embedded GIF, uh, and I'm very upset about that. I didn't feel it was GIF worthy. <laughs> I think it's pronounced Jife. Nope. I think <laughs> Jife is right. Jife is right. Again. Mm-hmm. I've, al- I've also heard Jife. So, uh, for those new to the, we'll just call them fun and games, uh, Dude Lander is when Neil, Julie's husband, mm. and Kevin, who is not my husband, <laughs> Or really, my anything but my good friend, and he's only that sometimes. Yeah, it's like a it's like a partial, like a like it's a half time. Like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's right there. It's um, it's like a will they or won't they, but without the will they. <laughs> it's so we'll call it a won't they. No, I guess they they, they won't. Don't. They don't. They won't. It's, a, it's a they it's won't. A they it's a they won't. Good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they wouldn't ever. Um, we, we get these two fellas on to talk to them about their thoughts about the series we know and love, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sneak preview. Um, uh, no, the, the general gist is that Neil kind of likes it. Kevin mm. pretty much doesn't, although he's pretty mm. stoked when boobs show up. I think, well, that's in anything. Like, if you showed me an episode of Wings and boobs showed up, I'd be the biggest uh, fan of the episode But of what Wings. if they were the old woman's boobs? Done and done. Okay, okay, question. What if it wasn't a pair of boobs, but in fact a character named boobs? Or a pair of characters each named boob? Are you saying that in season three of Outlander, there's a character named boobs that shows up? Um, actually, the name is Boob McGee. <laughs> boob McGee! <laughs> and, and Boob McGillicuddy, the boobs. The boobs. Together. Mm, okay, but they always appear next to one another. They do, but one of them is usually pointing in another direction. No, I still don't like the show. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so the last time we did this, we talked about season two, although both of the gentlemen had seen either most or all of season one. Um, the all in this case is actually Kevin. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now we're going to go back to the beginning. We're going to touch the standing stones, um, caress them, the if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe up and down a little Just bit. a little. Mm-hmm. Um, Not too much, though. Yes. Don't want to get raw. No. Um, maybe. It's going to get raw. <laughs> will it? Oh, okay. will it? Okay. Um, so... I guess just talk. Gentlemen, take it away, please. Oh, I was also, really hoping for some structure on this. Uh, well, oh, we can give you structure. We'll help, but... But we figured we'd start fast and loose. <laughs> well, Kevin and I actually got together last night and did a rewatch, because there were... Not a rewatch, but there were two episodes... I had not seen the final two episodes of season one. Mm-hmm. And I had and, never wanted to watch them again. Right. Um, as I found Welcome out, he, to my life. after having watched them alone in his bedroom together the fir- by, by himself the first time, not Wait, together. Yeah, not at all together. I really want to clarify that. <laughs> I watched together. them the first time alone, alone in my bedroom right. because I didn't want to subject my roommate to also watching mm-hmm. Outlander. And last night we watched them together in front of a roaring fire. A roaring fire, just two gentlemen yep. <laughs> separated by a weird piece mm-hmm. of furniture that shouldn't be a separate, but is a separate. That's a weird piece of furniture. It here. was a very weird piece of All furniture. All right. Let's, um, uh, and, and, then, um, and then we need to watch one more episode, so we actually watched the pilot. So that works out really well oh! as you want to start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. A very good place to start. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's do that then. We're gonna have we're gonna have two of these episodes. Last mm. time we intended to only have one. Yeah. We got hammered and took a break for beer and then came back. That will probably happen again. Um, yeah. Yeah. Janine's all right. He, Janine has reconciled himself. Yeah. I mean, Kevin brought me my own old English this time. So. <laughs> 
Welcome to the club. <laughs> oh my god. Christ. It smells so bad. <laughs> You're not supposed to smell it. It's not potpourri. Just drink it. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Can you imagine if it was in like a little heated dish? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, doesn't get better as it gets warmer. Uh, I spent my entire day talking about Stephen King stories, and there's one of them where a guy drinks a bad skunked beer and turns into a blob monster. On the couch, right? Yeah. He's all gray. He's the dad that doesn't move from in front of the television. Yeah. I remember that story. Gray matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, this would be a good time to say maybe you could listen to The Losers Club, a Stephen King podcast from Consequence of Sound. Um, I'm sober in that one. <laughs> <laughs> The selling point. Uh, Take that as you will. Maybe it's a selling point. Maybe it's not. It's a good show. The other people say smart things. I mostly go, God, isn't it time to start drinking yet? Um, I want to start by asking you gentlemen this. Mm. If we're looking at the first half, I assume we will split these episodes roughly in half. That's what we were talking about. Right? So, uh, what's Outlander about? Kevin? Oh, boy. Uh, What is Outlander uh, about. I, well, it's a... Okay, I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> a, I was getting to a point. writing to it slowly. It was getting there, though. No, go ahead, uh, So it's about a uh, British World War II era nurse who is on a second honeymoon, uh, they call it, with her husband in the Scottish Highlands. Um, and also they do it a lot. And then she travels back in time. And then she's stuck back in time, and she meets another guy, and she decides she wants to do it a lot with him, too. And they get married, and strife, and doing it. I would say that it's a show about traveling through time and falling in love under the backdrop of the Scottish Highlands. And uh, it seems like every third episode, some weird, insane set of circumstances happen, and it's, how will they get out of this? And then they get out of it, and then they bone. And then in season two, there is no boning. (laughs) There's boning in season two. It's just not as... It's, it's not as frequent. It's yeah. infrequent, and it's it's the it's the kind of boning you have when you're when you're unhappily married in France. It's uh, <laughs> or when you're recovering from severe trauma. His dick didn't get stabbed. Spoilers for season two. Uh, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no, but his dick dick did get stabbed metaphorically. Mm-hmm. It got kind of Can I? I want to ask. No, I would just yes, want to. When you really say his dick true. got stabbed, are you saying that it was like this? Like it was like two fingers bumping Sword against fight? each other? <laughs> I don't know. What are you saying about his dick got stabbed? Metaphorically, Metaphorically his manhood got taken was attacked. Away from him. Oh, well, we'll talk about that in the next episode. I know. Okay, okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> so you rewatch the pilot. What's your favorite? Are you saying just chill till the next episode? Yeah, you and I are just gonna chill, and then we'll just do this. <laughs> What is your favorite part of that first episode? The ladies want to know. We have some male listeners, too. We shouldn't say the ladies. I I need everybody to understand that Neil really likes to close his OE between every sip. So when you hear something that sounds like a Coke, plastic Coke, yeah, like that, that's Neil being neat with his OE, his 40 of us. Right in the microphone, too. (laughs) It's really special. Take that, mouth sounds. Oh, Julie, girl. Oh, you know what? Now I get it. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I think it's funny. All right, so, sorry. Well, let's think about this. I think, actually, favorite part of the pilot, we should split it into two halves. We should split it into the sort of World War II time when she's with Frank before she goes back, and then our favorite parts after she actually travels back in time. Sure. I mean, I'm just going to say it's the tongue bath. Uh, yep. That's it. That's basically it. Yeah. So for sure. For next, sure, that's the best part of the first half. Next question. Yep. Yeah. 
Um, that means the kind of lingus. Oh, in I the know. I, yeah. I'm wondering if this is the rare occurrence where their favorite part is going to be the same as our favorite part. <laughs> I think it is. Although we also really love Mrs. Graham, we got to give. We always forget to give the love to Mrs. Graham. I well, I mean, Mrs. we did Graham. have some discussion about whether or not, like, I mean, is that is it realistic that in those dirty old ruins that that is the? T- I mean, obviously she didn't wear underwear, and so she was yes. she was very much like this is going to happen while we're out here at some point. We're like, is this really the place where I she assumed, would choose it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh no 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 no! Because in my brain, not I was you, like, truly. I don't know. Maybe that car. Oh. Ah, you mean that? No, that car. That is a 1942 oh Tucker Under. Mm-hmm. It's a it's Tucker. The, it's a Tucker. It's a Tucker. I hardly under. even know her. Yep. <laughs> It's a, it's a Tucker Under. Oh, they own, they only made 500 this. of them, and very few of them were exported outside of the United States. Yes, it's very so, By they, I think you mean Jeff Bridges. Yeah, by Jeff Bridges. Um, and, and, and it was really unusual for that particular color of ox blood to be seen as well. Uh, so it's a really unusual automobile. Kevin, Kevin, hold on. Is this real? Yeah, Neil and I looked up facts. Of course you did. Of course you did. And you guys are going to be the we're one gonna, that knows about that sweet ass We're going to pepper in all sorts of crazy facts yep. sweet. all okay. day long. So we all agree, women and men, that the hot eating out scene is number one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, sweet. Uh, what was your least favorite part of the Scottish of the of the nineteen forty five? Well, I, I want to say, say, well, okay. So my least. I think favorite we might be in agreement on this one as well. Mm. I think it's. We talked a lot about the voiceovers. Yes. In it, and worst. I think that the voiceovers in in the first part, especially the nineteen forty five shit of like, I looked at a vase, uh, and if I bought a vase, how different would my life be? And it's uh, like, well, no, your life would also be different if your if your dumb, stupid husband didn't go to look at a box of old bill of sales from Black Jack Randall with some weird old priest he met a day and a half ago. <laughs> yeah, your life would be a lot different in that regard too. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like a vase is how you're pinning your whole life on the fact that you went back in time and yeah. I mean, generally, the voiceovers in general are my least favorite part of this show. I am on record on, for that. That's my least favorite part of okay. this entire series. Julie, what's your least favorite part? I have to agree. I, sometimes the voiceovers really, especially in season one, because they had to... <laughs> <laughs> because they had to depend on it so much to get through so much of the storytelling or to condense storytelling. Upon my rewatch of season one, I found myself being a little bit more annoyed with that trope or that type of storytelling. Uh, mine is is the Fleetwood Mac dance. <laughs> How is that I'm the only one who their least favorite part is the Fleetwood Mac dance? Do you mean the women in the dick rocks or do you mean dick rocks? Mm-hmm. You know what, though? Is there another Fleetwood Mac dance? I hear what you're saying, but because that part is in the intro... It's, it's such like a big part of the intro. It just feels so integral to the spirit of the show. Oh, it is. That doesn't mean I have to like it. Yeah. At yeah. that point, I already knew that there was no more going down on a lady in the episode. I had mm. checked out. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Kevin, Kevin spent a lot of time on his phone last night. Oh, so much time. <laughs> but admittedly, the first time I went through and watched this series. He's already seen it. Yeah. Every time I looked up over the one enormous arm on his couch to see what was happening <laughs> over there, he would be on his phone. And we can talk about the architecture <laughs> of that couch later. But uh, I mean, I watched most of this show while playing Sudoku. Mm-hmm. Was... And you you uh, admitted that mm-hmm. the, in season two, do you? Yeah, that's why there's going to be some gaps. For the second half of the pilot, I think my favorite part is when she, the whole scene where... Mm, I think the one where she sets his shoulder, it's either where she sets his shoulder or where she tends to the blood, to the gunshot wound after he falls off the horse. It's her being a badass fucking, like, doctor in olden times. 
either the probably the shoulder because when man that is some good shit when that you see the bone move underneath the skin yeah. that's some good special effects mm-hmm. i like that moment a lot and it's the one where uh what's his name uh uh Rat Cloud, the, the guy you call grown-up peter dinklage is uh, like tries to yeah grown-up peter dinklage Ang- yeah, tr- Angus. tries to flip her some shade when she demands like his belt and then gilf golf is like nope give him your belt that all that whole moment is really nice mm-hmm. it's sort of establishes like the tenor for the relationship she's going to have with a lot of these these dudes. Mm-hmm. What about you, Mr. Lambert? Oh, man. I honestly, I don't think I have one. I really, I, at that point, it becomes a show. Like, the first time I watched this, my thoughts were, oh, shit, I just spent, like, a half hour watching the wrong show <laughs> altogether because I... It never turned into Quantum Leap. The things I thought... <laughs> There was no DeLorean. It didn't go 88 miles an hour. It's just really let down with time travel. I had no idea that it was about time travel. Like, I had uh, Outlander. You look at the image that they have. You on thought the it show. was going to be a period piece. I thought straight. it's a straight period piece, kind of like it's like a Downton Abbey. Like, mm-hmm. you just start there, and that's where your story begins. And so they're like driving around a Tucker under, and I just, I can't. I can't get enough. <laughs> I, I just was like, I think I'm watching the wrong show. I think I'm watching. Um, and I was like, like frantic and I was like, I don't know what's happening. And eventually they get there. And at that point I was just kind of like, well, now we're in Scotland and I don't, it's a time travel show. Well, oh, you were in Scotland really? the whole time, but then you were you're in like the You're like, in like, yeah. You're in the Highland under, under time. You're in Mel Gibson, Scotland. You're in yeah. Mel Gibson. Yeah, I'm in so time. what you're yeah. saying is you don't have a favorite part. Honestly, I don't think I could pull something out and be like, oh, that was great. Like that would from get me the, to keep from watching. From the pilot. From the pilot okay. in, the second, in the second half of that episode. Right. Okay. Julie, what about you? Um, well, the setting of the shoulder is pretty cool. Mm. Um, also, Murtaugh saving her from being raped by Blackjack, like appearing out of nowhere, is pretty good. Um, it's been a while since I've seen it, so been who knows? Been a while. Oh, you got oh, there God. first. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, Dude Lander. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. My my favorite is when. Jamie has to square off with her because she runs away when they're raiding the English and he's taken his arm out of his belt harness. Mm-hmm. And I don't even remember what he says before it. It's just burned into my brain in a very special place. And he goes, I'll throw you over my shoulder. Yeah. And I just love it. Yeah. The hair looks good. He's kind of bloody. He we've appro- we've We've oh, already established. Everyone's, everyone's hair is so much shorter so much in the shorter. first episode. Beards aren't as thick or long. Yeah. If you go from watching the last episode of season one to the first episode of yeah. season one. Mm-hmm. Everyone is still on the fence about whether or not they're going to... Yeah, the, the show is, the show is getting up. picked up. Yeah. Right, right. That's very true. Actually, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Glass is picked up. It got a full season order. They didn't do a pilot. So mm-hmm. technically that episode is not the pilot. We're just calling it the pilot. Well, you can definitely see where the actors had, you know, clean shaven faces and or shorter hair. As they started trying to grow it out in preparation for the show, but they were still not at their full luxury. Their their full (laughs) hair suit. What would that, what Mm. would the, never mind, I don't want to get into that. All right, so we move into. Are we do? We don't want to fall into the trap of doing episode. No, by we episode. don't want to. No. Right. I just yes. thought that would be a good place to start. Right. So since we typically talk about either basically kind of plot synopsis, character um, notes, or costume notes, or coitus notes, do you mm. want to try to use our pillars? I like characters, costumes, and coitus. All right. So let's start with the characters. You're, we're thinking this first half of season one. First half of season for one. For training wheels for both of you, because it's been a while. That's going to take it. Oh, my God. God damn it. Oh, no. This is going to be the joke. <laughs> it's fucking joke. It's, it's going to take you from the tongue bath 
to uh, Black Jack Randall getting ready to sexually assault Claire and her boobs are out. So you may remember this scene. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then a window swings open and Jamie goes, Oh, thank you to be taking your hands off my wife. Blackout. And then everybody waited like four months for more Outlander. Mm -hmm. So in between, they get married. She meets Galus. There's some hijinks with attempting to steal a horse. There's Je suis play. Mm -hmm. There's um, a gathering. Somebody dies by pig. There's an exorcism. Um, there's Leary. Fuck her. <laughs> yeah. We also have the uh, we also have the flashback to Frank too before the end of the first half. So we get to talk about because both sides now is in the first yes. half. Yes. We get mm -hmm. to see what Frank is up to right. back in, in the, the future. future. <laughs> that joke never gets And he gets a little bit dark. We we see Blackjack Randall punch Claire in the stomach. Yeah. Um she uh, she uh, pees in a bucket. That happens. She puts it on wool, whatever. So you guys, you guys. Jamie has like six different shirts ripped off of him. Mm -hmm. Not none by Claire. She doesn't ever rip a shirt off of him. So, <laughs> so gentlemen. Talking you, about characters. Characters, please well, tell us. Besides Claire and Jamie. Sure. We'll, we can talk more about them later, maybe if we want to. Mm. Um, Don't worry, they're just the leads. Yeah, I, I just, I think that for me, for the first half, from what I remember... The characters that probably jump out at me the most and left the most like interesting impression. That was, was my floor making that sound. Was probably uh, uh, the man who invented GILF and Ned Gowan. <laughs> Wait, oh. the man who invented GILF? Yeah. That's a new and improved nickname for him. He actually might have been he might, both he might the have man invented. who invented golf mm -hmm. and the man who invented well, GILF. Well, no, I'm pretty sure that, that there are some other older, stately British gentlemen who'd have something to say about like that. Like prehistoric gilfs? No, no I'm not. like in real time. Like oh, if in it's real in time. 1700s, is he the first person where like a 17-year-old girl looked at him and was like, he's old enough to be my grandfather. I'd still do him. Like, is, is he the man who had He's not a technically a grandfather, though, on the series. He he's be, got though. an illegitimate bastard be. kid. In, in that time period, he could definitely be a grandfather. I'll, I'm saying is, I absolutely, out of... You're you're like what is it your Wednesday thing? You're like look at look your at, welcome Wednesday. Yeah, welcome look at Wednesday. look at this guy Wednesday, whatever it's called. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, where's the Graham McTavish? Where's shots? the Graham McTavish? Because that's the one I see you the know what? most. I'm like, we've talked good about this. Old ass man. We've talked about this, and we're thinking about expanding the purview of your Welcome Wednesday. I will say this though: people really respond to images of Sammy. <laughs> I gotta say, like every every week that you put a Sammy Hewitt picture out, we get. Can you get on mic? You didn't send me the mic. Now I have it. Uh, every week that you put up a Sam Hewen picture, uh, we get more impressions every week. Right? <laughs> like every single time, Facebook says, this has got 75 more percent viewership than any post you've ever done. You know why? Because he looks real good. Just give the people a choice is what I'm saying. <laughs> like you All might right, listeners, dear listeners, find us on Twitter. Would you like us to branch out from Sam Hewen? Let us know. Uh, and also... Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podlandercast. And on Wednesdays, you're treated to a photo of some fine, um, let's just call it beefcake now, since we don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We should maybe call it Cornish Game Hen for the mm -hmm. moment. I will say, too, there was someone who actually just recently liked our page, and she went back and liked every You're Welcome Wednesday <laughs> post. She Cheers started. to you. That's amazing. That's some dedication. <laughs> I mean, That's the, amazing. for all you know, that was me. I feel like <laughs> that could have been me. So wait, back Or up. me. 
characters. I don't know. So Neil said. I don't said, know what I did. Neil said Gilf and Ned Gowan. I, th- I have a feeling that I know why for Ned Gowan, but why Gilf? Why are those the two characters that stood out for you? Well, um, why is the man that invented Gilf the one that stands out to me so much? Um, let's see. Uh, well, I mean, he's right there at the beginning, right? He's the first. He's the figure of authority in the scene that I just said is maybe my f- favorite um, old-timey scene from the pilot. Um, he's a f- he's a fascinating character in the whole show in being, is he an antagonist? Is he a protagonist? Like, is he interweaves between both, between being... Like a classic a- Snape-type character. Kind of. Uh, well, yeah, maybe... Yeah, I, you're the expert. Guys, people like Harry um, Potter. Just um, bring Harry Potter into this. <laughs> Between, between being on their side and being opposed to them, like, and they, you never know what direction he's going to come from at any given moment. And he's really just good in the part. Mm-hmm. He looks fucking cool as hell. Yeah. In fact, last night, Kevin was like, I'm not, I don't really know. I don't really get the whole Sam Huon thing, but I know why people think Graham McTavish is hot. <laughs> Direct quote from Kevin last night. He's very manly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's mas macho. Yeah, he's mas macho, he's man. He's mas macho. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's just cool. Talk to me about Ned Gowan. Uh, Ned Gowan is that other kind of cool. Ned Gowan is, uh, for, for the, for the little, for, um, for young Neil Starbird, who really thought he was going to grow up to be like a scientist or something, Mm -hmm. um, and was always sort of, um, liked the nerdy, like, sciencey characters, like Data in the Goonies and shit. In all the movies, I thought and you were going to say shows. Data in Next Generation. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah I mean, no, Goonies, <laughs> man. OG Data. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Ned um, appeals to that too. The guy that who's triumphing through his intellect despite being surrounded by you know mas macho dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's his, the power of his mind, and um, that allows him to to succeed. And that that is also tempered by having a fairly compassionate outlook on life. Mm-hmm. All right, Kevin, you? Plus, cool glasses. He knows that pretty cool. Also glasses. looks cool. Yeah. Also yeah. overcame asthma. Yeah. Well, overcame it or... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking OE. You don't need to cap it. It's he will cap funny. it every time. This is my house, and I really don't want to be s- spill this all over my floor and then be spelling it for a week. Nobody's going to yeah, spill it. Yeah, I guess the good news with the OE is you could knock it off the table and nothing would happen. Shatterproof. Shatterproof. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Um, That's how they sell 40s now. It's actually really sad. I want to go mm. on records to saying that I am slightly disappointed in us, but mostly disappointed with Kevin that Ned Gowan doesn't have a nickname yet. And as soon as I thought, but Ned Gowan doesn't have a nickname, I came up with the perfect one. Mm-hmm. And I think that we should call him Perry McMason. <laughs> Perry McMason's pretty good. Thanks. Thanks. I like that. All right, so I didn't come up with nicknames for everybody, just people that I felt like I needed. But that's what we're talking about right now is in the first half of season one, talk to (laughs) us about some of the characters that stood out to you. Uh, uh, Galus, I think, uh, first and foremost. For uh, the first half of season one? Yeah. 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 We meet her. Just because she's such such an oddball, and she is in a time where, in a show where... There's just a lot of, of men, right? Mm-hmm. That you have this like one female character that kind of breaks what you think of. Like I don't remember most of their names, but uh, uh, what's what's Mrs. Buttersworth? Who's the lady that runs the <laughs> castle? Mrs. Fitzgibbons. Sure, Mrs. Buttersworth. And uh, 
Like you, she fits in that that mold of what you expect that character to be like. Yeah. Versus, Galus. I mean, you, you mentioned Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey has that same character. Exactly right? right. Like it's what you would expect from a period drama. Galus is something completely. Yeah, except for only one of those characters is played by the great Annette Badland. One. <laughs> Look, you show her love all you want. Now on, on EastEnders. I, I'm just saying, uh, Galus sticks out. Guy, that's. It warms my heart and it hates it at the same time. I can't wait till we're done with these. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're drinking yours faster than either of us, I buddy. I want to be done with it. It's just so bad. And I don't want to get warm. I'm not putting you on mic for that exchange because I don't want you to badmouth the good people at OE. So. Hey, if it starts to get warm, we can put some ice in it. Guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, Galus. Galus. Does Galus uh, have a nickname? No. Um, nope. Stevie McMix? No, we'll I never don't be think Stevie McMix. I think I just think that we should put a Mick in anybody, front of basically anything. Anybody in the stable knows that it'll never be Stevie McMix. <laughs> Bad form on you, madam. Sit one out for two minutes. Um, I'm sorry. We did an entire episode of Fleetwood Mac jokes. No, they were great, but I'm. We could talk off mic about that. They, uh, they really weren't great, but thanks. No, I, I enjoyed them. Um, Tusk. Uh, it hurts every time. Who who else from the first half of season one that hasn't been said? Because I don't want to like I don't want to do repeats. I think we should. Sure try again. To, I mean, King Ricketts is there, but I don't know if he's really shining in the first half of season one. No, you know, here's what it is. I because this episode does take place in the first half of season one. I'm all, first and foremost on Team Frank. Um, Hell and yeah. that episode of like what his life is like in 1945 while she's been gone, just getting straight up dicked since in, she's been gone. Yeah, she can breathe for the first time, and uh, <laughs> she's totally yours. And it's yeah, yeah. Keep going, keep going. You got it. No, that's all I want to do. And then uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Uh, Tobias uh, uh, Menses. Am I saying mm. that right? No, it's it's technically pronounced Menses. No. That was Menses. I think it's Menses, but. Come on. Menzus. You're we, in our world now, bitch. It's Tobias Moons. Tobias, Tobias Fienke and uh, his episode. <laughs> just him as, as Frank, I think. But we know that he's a never nude. We know he's not a never nude. Oh, yeah. We've seen that, Pete. We've seen mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. You and I watched it together last night. <laughs> Roaring fire. Couple of Coors Lights. Um, oh God! What is wrong with you? That's all I had uh, in my fridge. No, nope. I, I was drinking uh, Pacifico. You did. You did finish off a lot of those Pacificos. Thank you. Um, I'll say him as Frank um, was was a standout character just because he gets that episode, and I think it's really good to know that while she's gallivanting around, he the misery that he is actually what? feeling. Hold Unfair. on. Well, she is running around. In the past, unprepared, constantly trying to not be raped by people. Also, actually actively trying to get back to the future. Yes. At least in the first half of season one. You can't, I'm sure you can hear that I'm flicking him off right now. Can you hear it? But I I also understand what Kevin is saying. If you go back to the future and you're in Frank's place and all those people keep telling you that your wife left you for another man for like three years in a row, right? Frank didn't get remarried, all right? I'm just putting it out there. And I understand that like at a time... Different for a vagina. Well, it was also a set of circumstances where it was, as, as we remembered immediately going into recording these podcasts, that it was set up in a way that, uh, to make sure that she wouldn't get, uh, Removed back to extradited back to England or, mm-hmm. or taken by the Redcoats or taken something like taken that. to Fort William and like tortured it, by Blackjack. Yes, Ryan. they they it's it's I think the show does a really nice job of like they aren't 
two people that like they looked at each other when she set his shoulder and they're like and now we're in love forever it's like they were thrust together and then had to kind of find their way which i think is a nice touch in one of these stories instead of being like love at first sight bullshit yeah although uh, he later says that it basically was oh yeah because like look at her compared to mrs buttersworth like don't, don't you talk shit well how about we say look at her compared to leary yeah, yeah. look at her compared to uh, that's only how, about, think how, about <laughs> not, how about this how about not look at her how about talk to her and listen to her yes because she is so different than most of the women that he is surrounded mm. by that there has to there be go. some sort of god god sent me a rare woman god sent me a rare woman yeah not the, not i mean obviously she's very beautiful but she's also incredibly smart she has her own opinions she's not She's not of that world. It makes what we're talking about right now makes me think of one of my favorite moments in the first half of season one, which is uh, when Claire is teasing him about Leary and they're like playing footsie under the table and she's kicking him and shit. Murta. And 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 he gets up from the table and leaves. And Murta says something to the effect of you shouldn't tease him like that um, or he'll get himself in trouble. And she says, well, why should what will he get a bride? He says. Jamie needs a woman. You know as well as I do that Jamie needs a woman. And Leary will be a girl until she's 50. Mm-hmm. And it's such a fucking good line. It's really Why true. Why wasn't that one of your sick, sick burn, burn. Yeah. This kind of, well, well, it's not because really it's not said in meanness. It's and more, it's not, yeah, it's, it's not advice. Burn. And it's yeah, not, it's not said directly burn. to sick the burn. person. It's yeah. not a sick burn. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a burn. burn. Fergus. <laughs> okay. So character, do you guys feel okay on your character anybody, choices? Anybody you missed? Anybody you feel? I like mean, you there's need a to lot. About? I think there are a lot of really good minor standout characters that just kind of pop in and pop out. But for the most part, King Ricketts wife. King Ricketts wife. Um, Leti- oh. The fair Leticia. Leticia. She doesn't get a lot. No, I'm so proud no, that you knew her name. Yeah. I know it because I read the books. Yeah, I was Julie, being a bit facetious there because like she is kind of like feels like a non-entity a little bit. Except that if you really think about. What happened there? If you really think about that, maybe she's going to think, but as far as the character on the show, she's not really there. She <laughs> had to have sex with Sonny Corleone to have that baby. Let's yeah. think about that. She had to have no, sex with No, I know. The circumstances off. are all like, you know, laid out mm-hmm. as being interesting, but she as a human being on the show is it's laid out as window dressing. Nothing. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I know that this necessarily isn't Kevin's strong suit, but mm. I do know that Neil is interested in this aspect. Yeah. Costumes. Um, well, we talked about, just as far as general accoutrement go, we talked about the Tucker <laughs> yes. Under already. Yeah. Right? Great car. Uh, it's an amazing car. Oh. Um, we talked about the vase. Vase. Mm. <laughs> uh, that's right. It's a, the show takes place, you know, mm-hmm. you're closer to the continent, so you're right. We should say Vaz. Oh, my God. Um, um, oh, let's see. What else? So far, you've li- listed two things, neither of which is a costume. I, was, I mean, I guess, I guess, foremost in my mind is the way they transformed her, um, you know, sort of stylish, slightly casual dress from the '40s into a slip by just having her lose a belt when she travels back in time. I thought that was actually pretty uh, masterfully done, as far as like this is a dress with a belt. You know, in a shawl or whatever that looks totally in place in the 40s. And she loses the belt and rolls through some mud. And now it looks like she's running around in her underwear in the 1700s. Now it has become a shaft. Hmm, that's a, what that's called. A okay. shaft. Okay, okay it's a called shaft. a shaft. No. Good to know. Okay. Just, just, what? 
Okay, Just Kevin. a slender, lean, white shaft. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if anything lean. else jumped out at me costume-wise. From... No, nothing from Frank? Well, let me, let me, well, no. I mean, it's all right. Frank it's a, looks, it's a, it's I a mean, like a suit, it's fine. Yeah, but it's not so much better, then. It's not sharp because of his clothing. It's sharp because of his jaw. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do, I, I will put words in your mouth, but I do feel duty-bound to just... Duty. You said duty. <laughs> Can you hear it? Oh. Can you hear it? Uh, I feel these <laughs> I, I feel duty bound to remind you <laughs> that wasn't even real. He did that with his hands. I feel duty bound to remind you that maybe the most famous costume on the show is in the first half of the first season. The red dress? No. no. Is That's it the eyeball thing? One. No. No. What is it? Mm. Is it shirtless mm. Jamie? Is that well, what the... Well, to be fair. I feel like that's, that's the most Kevin. iconic costume you guys talk about. Yeah, well, you know what? Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's cues. Right. The is cues. it the berets? Because I love the berets. Berets look good. They look good. No, it's the wedding It's the wedding dress, motherfuckers. Oh, right, uh, right, right. Yeah, wedding dress. Uh, yeah, I mean... A lot happened. They don't really care about that. No. Uh, honestly, I've never really gotten the wedding dress like excitement thing. It doesn't translate to me um, like on a visceral level the way it seems to for other people. Like I can be like, yeah, that dress seems fine, but. I know that this is another season, but the red dress, is, is that different for you? That ain't a wedding dress, man. I, uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, wait, ter- Terry Dressbach? <clears throat> yes. Am I saying that right? Very is it, good. Is it Dressbach or Dressbach? Dressbach. I think it's Dressbach. Uh, she definitely gets a chance in season two to like stretch her legs a little bit more, mm. you know. And those costumes in season two are are worth like having a full discussion about that. But in season one, I think that they're very much uh, what makes them so great is that they look authentic and that they don't yeah. look. They're not they're, a lot of flash. They're they're exactly I mean, what the, they your need occasional to be. eyeball brooch or whatever. Right, you're gonna get a really nice clean red coat, but you're also you're. You're gonna get a really lived-in tartan that yeah. looks like it's seen better days. Mm-hmm. Um, and what? Oh, jeez, Kevin, don't throw the mic. Um, <laughs> what? And also, just the nice part about that wedding dress, though, is it might be it like it is for season. If, if we're thinking uh, in the temporal sense of this happening before season two, like it is a really nice example of what they're about to go into for France, mm-hmm. because obviously, like the authenticness in which you know they obviously didn't use sequins. Because I remember you guys talking about how they created those. The technical term is sequenced. <laughs> That's the drag race thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if they wanted to use that effect back then, they had to chip uh, mother of pearl out from the inside of uh, seashells. Mica. And they would. It was mica. mica. Yeah. It was actually mica flakes, and she bought mica flakes and sewed them into the and, dress. Well, and flaked it. They yeah. they had to flake it all by hand. Uh, well, in more but in more coastal areas, they would use uh, flakes from the inside of. Uh, Mollusk shells. That oh, is also I, another I'm, fact I'm, we looked up. I'm catching we, a we, sense we of Wikipedia on the Is that true? Yeah. 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 Wow. We like abalone facts. shells? It's my favorite. You guys know. Um, <laughs> so I guess because we only watched the first so the first episode from the first half of that season. Uh, and so I'm, I'm asking Julie to pull up the wedding dress now because I feel like if we had. Yeah, I, I honestly don't remember what yeah, it looks like. Uh, it, it left such a little impression on me at that time because I was Here probably. Here you go, Kevin. Trying to get a high score in Sudoku. So you can't. I mean, no, it is like okay. So I'm looking at a picture of it right now. Listener, also pull one up on your phone. I'll give you a second. You can't actually see it here. Right, because pause the podcast. Pull it up. No, restart the podcast. The light isn't on it, but everything down here in that 
um, in the lighter color area here in the split in the main skirt is sewn with mica flex so that it's like sequins basically like when light hits it it reflects sequenced back. no it sequenced. is it's a okay so it's a that's a, a beautiful garment and you can tell that it's the thing that they said look we hired somebody really crazy talented oh. to do this so you like know, let's let her like fucking do her work that's great i that's think it looks great really interesting that i don't remember this it's green right gray oh it's gray that's it's also like a, a uh, well, she is can't it? wear white, so it has to be. Okay, she so bought this, it from a prostitute. So this is this is well, I mean, it's the only reason I say it's. I'm so surprised I don't remember it, and this, so this is getting a little personal. But it's gray. It's not green. It's it ha, it, it's gray. It's kind of like slate gray, but it it's Greenish in the same. It's I know what you're about to say. I think it's like golden yeah, white. I mean, but you might think it's like there, blue there and black. Are, there's colors here that are not dissimilar from my own my own bride's wedding dress. <laughs> Um, that's why I'm sort of surprised that I'm, I'm not remembering it. I mean, and Jesus, boobs though. I mean, Damn. like, it really does get some boobs up in there. I could just see over here on Allison's computer where she's Jesus, pulling it I just need to relook up the red dress. <laughs> that, that's yeah. season two. Yeah, that's season two, Janine. No, let's have a look at the red dress. No, yeah, let's can we compare. I think we should compare and contrast. All right, well. Yeah, no, pull up the red dress and then give me just a few minutes alone. <laughs> oh, you know, oh, here's in the Outlander costume exhibit. You know that doesn't do that doesn't do much for me. Yeah, that doesn't do much for me. No, I'm just I saying. Actually, and even the picture that Janine showed me, while it made me be like, "Oh my God, that's actually kind of the same color as my wife's wedding dress," still doesn't like as a dress jump out to me. Oh my God! You know what's funny is uh, there's actually like pictures of like comparing these two dresses, going, "Which dress are you? Are you the wedding dress? Or are you the red dress? Are you serious? Damn straight! I'll show it to you on my phone. No, it, it's that's weird because. Um, Anyway, well, her makeup's so much more severe in that shot of the red dress. Yeah, it's, it's that. That's also all right. Like so this, Kevin, this is one. the first shot of the red dress in the episode. The yeah, no, the red dress is such a better dress. Uh, Dear listener, it's <laughs> we're happy to bring you this section of, <laughs> of, of muddled conversation you know as we all as we all grapple with the internet so many, to so many up, phones and computers to bring up pictures around. that you hold will on, never see as you listen to this episode, gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on our show. I'll tell you what I think. <laughs> Please, it's your show. I agree with Kevin. Here's why. The wedding dress is beautiful, but the red dress, knowing what we know about the design of it and the use of cleaner, more spare lines from kind of 40s actual designer wear, it is more... It's just more impactful to me. It, it's not just the color. It's that the lines are so clear and clean. And I, I respond to that I more think, personally. Yeah, I mean, it, certainly it's more to my taste. But mm-hmm. I think in terms of dramatic impact, it's actually a very similar effect. Because yes. in that episode, remember, she's got that cloak on. Mm-hmm. And it kind of falls off and the light hits it. It is the, the moment that Jamie sees her in the wedding dress, which is what Allison is talking about. Because she is covered up. And then the the... And that was that was a really nice moment. Wait, what are, what are you thinking about, dude? It's your, well, you're I'm just saying, like, I, I don't remember the moment, but I'm looking at this picture, and I'm like, oh, so she was covered up, and then she uncovered it, and her, it's like, this dress is very tits out. And like, <laughs> yeah, I imagine he had a reaction. I was thinking, does this row or column have an eight in it yet? Can I put an eight here? Mm. <laughs> I don't, I, so much of this stuff was lost on me. Like, uh, costumes aren't, uh, like you mentioned, my forte. I, to me, I really like, uh, and I'm going to jump, kind of a little bit off of costumes. Do it. I like the subtle difference in cinematography that they use between the future and being back in Scotland. That is more interesting to me, and I think it might 
appeal more to Janine, but he's never seen any of those episodes, so why does he care? Oh, um, he's seen The Wedding. He's seen The Wedding, but The Wedding is in, in it, it's not in 19... 19- 45 doesn't what are you talking between. about? What, what is the So, difference? like, if you look at the the way, the coloring that they use when they're in 45. Oh, he's seen the, yeah, he's, we watched. Oh, he watched the last episode of, of season two. Guys, if you haven't gotten to the last episode of season two yet, stop everything. Just watch that episode. <laughs> Game changer. I gotta say. Yeah. Game changer. Uh, Brianna. Oh, can we do spoilers? Uh. There, Speaking we'll of just spoilers. say there are red tights. Oh man, another. Oh man, I'm gonna stop right there. Uh, back to the but like back to photography. <laughs> so the, the shots that they use are more um, when they're in Scotland. They are a lot more naturalistic versus what they're doing in 45 or anytime they're in the future. Yeah. Uh, possibly later than 45 if you haven't caught up fully. They're using a lot of the techniques in filming at that time. So a lot of the coloring is is not. Uh, it's a little muted. It's not crisp mm, mm-hmm. that you might see. Um, God, I didn't I can't really notice go, that I, I can't this really, at all. There's an extreme example of it at the start of season two. I, I, was, I would say that um, I did not notice that in that last episode of season two because it felt like it actually still felt really vibrant because they were, without going too spoilery, uh, <laughs> too spoilery. Like they were, they were highlighting the the colors from that time, and so I don't remember it actually being. That is true, but I wonder if what Kevin is saying, I, I get it. What I think is that maybe in the forties, yeah, it was a little bit more muted. It yeah. was a little bit dustier. Yeah, like right. there was a little bit of um, um, filter on it that just it was very brown and blue. You guys, I think Kevin's full of shit. <laughs> I, you know I think it's bullshit, Blah, actually. Listen, right. I, I don't think this is true. I don't think <laughs> no, any of that no, no, is no. happening. Uh, okay, then rewatch the first episode of season two. And it, it, I think that's the prime example of, of the distinction that they want to use that you instantly will know without ever knowing what time you're in. This is season one you we're can, talking about right now. You Kevin. can blow it out, you goddamn ass. You stupid piece okay, of... Okay, 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 you guys. All right, get it back right. together. We should all right. No, real, real quick. <laughs> okay, so... No, real quick. Let's... Should we... Oh, well, no, it should... Go. No, go. Neil, please. I just... I didn't know if... I know, uh, you know, we're like three quarters of the way through. I didn't know if we wanted to make sure that there were like some... Um, what do you call them? Touchstones, benchmarks. We're hitting them because the we're first making, you, one we we're making you go through our pillars. Yeah. So oh, we're, that's we're right, moving that's on right, to pillar right. three. Yeah, dummy, why don't you trust the process? We're moving on to pillar three. <laughs> I mean, I do want to say that you skipped a bunch of my favorite costumes. I push against you the envelope. Dicks. I don't know. Monkey vest. Monkey vest is real good. God, I anything. I honestly couldn't remember if that was the first half of the season. Anything that Galus wears is always fucked up and weird. And Which, there's always something weird about it or strange about it. I think it, adds to her. I believe I mentioned yes. eyeball brooch brooch in the yes, first time. Yes, you did. You did mention eyeball brooch. Good on you. There's the know. there's the like weird sheer nightgown that she wears when she dance. Oh no, that's in the second half of season two. Mm-hmm. Never mind. In him. So coitus, you guys, go. I'm yeah. in favor. Yeah, pro. Okay, <laughs> next <but> question. Like, <laughs> so you know, this is a show with its fair share of fucking on it. Yeah. Um, what, it, it, what, what are your thoughts on all that fucking? 
It's good. I'm in favor. Pro. Next question. Can can we get a little bit more um, in depth here, you guys? Everything sounds filthy now. So besides, as far as it would have been grosser if I would have said, "Can we get a little deeper?" Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Can we penetrate Um, this more fully? I'm sorry. (laughs) I enjoy scratching the surface. Uh, I'm single. Okay, so you both already mentioned that the straight up eating out scene right. in the so, first episode was. Good. Now let's talk about how that rates just in kind of television in general. Obviously, this is a cable network. It's, Stars kind of has that repu- rep- um, reputation of being almost like a Cinemax thing, maybe a little bit more storytelling, <laughs> but. Is this something that you see a lot just on cable or on television? No, right. absolutely not. So talk about that for a minute. Yeah. Pro sex. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let me no, I mean, let me say this. So as a lady person, uh, part of what has always appealed to me about this show is that you can tell that they're trying to make sure that the women are entertained because mm. the the sex scenes are heavy on the foreplay and they mm. last a long time. And mostly when people talk about sex on television, they end up talking about Game of Thrones where the sex has basically nothing to do with the women except for that their boobs are out. Well, and so this show actually in that way reminds me a little bit more of um, True Blood. Hmm. Which has a lot of sex on it, and that's where you're a show where you're more likely to see like um, simulated oral sex and uh, a lot of more of like uh, female sexual situations where the female is in the driver's seat. Um, because I watched, I guess, that whole show. Yeah, you did. <laughs> uh, He's not proud. I think I did. I think I did. Talk about that off mic. <laughs> Shame. Sir. I don't know. I don't know, man. When you're elite, I'm, I'm, I'm addicted to illegal streaming. For shame. Um, I will. He was joking. That's not true. He doesn't stream anything illegally. No. He's just addicted to true blood for some unknown reason. Uh, I will say Andy Samberg has this great joke about sex on HBO is that it's all reverse cowgirl so that you see the frame is set up so that you see tits right on top of the screen. And then in the tiny offset corner is like Steve Buscemi's face. So that you're not looking at these these guys that they have cast in their shows to have sex. Versus, I think this show does a nice job of saying everybody likes sex and everybody has a part in sex. Um, whether it's the, the really enjoyable stuff from the first half of season one or some of the really dark, gross stuff, weird stuff, not gross, but just weird at the end of season one. I think that they're saying that everybody has a a part in this and uh, enjoys aspects of it. So they do a nice job of filming that. Like having said that, you don't see a lot of, um, don't you push that 40 away from you, you dumb dumb. You're in the middle of talking to something. Don't you. you You've drank more than half of that, man. I can't do do this anymore. Do you want me to get you some ice? I I want a wine glass. (laughs) For your oldie? For my Cabernet Sauvignon that I bought for myself. No, I'm not putting Dude. the mic in front of you for this. No, no, no. no I'm making a good point. And you're you being were! A, that's what, damn you're it. being a dummy. That's right, I told, you, I, I told um, you he shouldn't get a mic. Oh, God. Training this. <laughs> he should also get an OE next time. Um, no, so I think that... Uh, you don't, so, okay, so I was talking about Conalingus, which is what I love to talk mm-hmm. about. You you rarely ever He's see, single, guys. Single and just enjoying this OE. Where's this going? Uh, you never see, 
not never, you rarely see a woman take charge and say, this is the thing that gives me pleasure and we're going to do it, even though I disagree with the locale of, of that uh, endeavor. I just think that it's, they did a really nice job in those opening moments of the show to establish that we're not going to treat sex the way that a lot of other shows on cable TV treat it. We're going to take it a little more seriously and we're going to think about how it actually works in a relationship, which they do a much better job of in season one than two, but that's probably because they compress the story in season two. Um, and then they also say, we're going to make sure that it's understood that uh, Jamie is not great at it the first time. And with a little bit of help, he can get better. And he fucking can flick a bean in 90 seconds, apparently. It's not real. That's the fantasy aspect. That's not real. Yeah, it's, it's fantasy for all of us. Can do. Yes, but it's a sweet, sweet fantasy, <laughs> baby. It's a sweet, sweet fantasy, baby. Uh, what we're saying is, is, is that men, we feel like that sets up unrealistic expectations. <laughs> oh, And we think you that do? that's unfair to us as uh-huh. a gender. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's me taking a nap on that. Yeah, so that. I'm good for at least 120 seconds, maybe, maybe 150 seconds of flicking bean. I'm good. You know who's not good at 150 seconds of flicking bean? Me. Somebody else flicking my bean. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Uh, so that's, I don't know, that's where I come down on, on the sex in the show. So what I take away from that is that you were interested in how it portrayed sex from a different uh, perspective. And how uh, it, was, it was cool to see this perspective on television. When you say different perspective, what do you mean? I mean that it's not what he was talking about, where it's just boobs in somebody's face. It's like a woman either making a choice or two people teaching each other, or it's more of everybody in the pool, (laughs) for lack of a better term, than it is uh, an object. Yeah. It's an all skate. (laughs) Yeah, it's an all skate, Mm -hmm. baby. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, let me ask you this. Mm. We, Julie and I, had a very entertaining... And only slightly uncomfortable experience watching the wedding with Janine. Mm-hmm. It was like ninety nine percent entertaining and like one percent slightly uncomfortable. I agree with that. That was it wasn't that uncomfortable. Yeah, just just like the one percent, yeah. just the one percent. Uh, is this a thing that you find titillating? We find it titillating. Do you find it titillating? Sure. Yeah, I mean at times. Yeah. Mm. Sir, I mean, certainly not all of it. We haven't gotten to the second half of season one no, yet. Well, no, I mean, obviously. and I'm not even, I don't know if every, like, sort of, if every consensual sexual scene is titillating to me, sure. but some of them are. I mean, the fucking, our favorite fucking, both of our favorite fucking moments in the first pilot is the one where he goes down on her in the fucking ruined basement. Like, and that's a titillating moment. No doubt. What about you, sir? Um... Yeah, I don't know. What was the question again? I'm, I'm really deep in the Do silly. you find uh, the... <laughs> <laughs> Right, it looks like he's gone through. I'm gonna guess twenty eight ounces, maybe twenty six, twenty eight. Neil's ahead of me, but he's also a substantially larger man. He can hold it better than me. That's true. Yeah, (laughs) he's like a grown man, and I look like a slightly stretched out version of a child. No, you're imagine imagine Fergus, but (laughs) taller. And less French, and then like, but with more hair. And like none of his dreams came true. Yeah. And so, uh, <laughs> what was the question about? <laughs> what are we Do you about? find the sex on the show titillating? Uh, some of it. Yeah, some of it. Because I think that it, it comes across as very realistic, right? Like you're not watching, uh, what was that Lars Ventura movie where they were, they were actually having sex in that movie? The one, with, uh, the one with Willem Dafoe in it, and they're doing and, it by and the tree And even Stevens, yeah. yeah. Um, what? 
Nobody watches Lars Van Nobody sees it, but it's like they had they had real they had real sex on screen. But you get you get that sense that even though it's simulated, that they make the efforts to make it seem very realistic. That it, yeah, it can be titillating at times, but also at times you're like, great, I understand that this is like they're consummating their wedding. So in the weddings in the wedding episode, you have the first one where Jamie obviously doesn't really okay. So what do you guys think about the flip about him being a virgin? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, she's one we already know she was married before, but she's also significantly, significantly older than him. Well, not significantly. It like seems, she's older. She it's, is older. It, was, it was both, to me, surprising and kind of unrealistic. Mm-hmm. That he'd be a virgin? Yeah, it kind of was, because didn't he fight in a foreign war? Like, he's, like... Whoa, are you saying he'd go from port no, to no, port? No, 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 no. All I'm saying is that he's... It's not like he's just grew up on the fucking farm, you know what, in some sort of isolated situation, right? He's <laughs> he, he's traveled... He, to some extent, he's traveled the world mm-hmm. in the company of a variety of other people, including a variety of fighting men in in, situ, uh, in military situations. But he's also Catholic, super-duper Catholic. And he was very young, which is not to say that young dudes don't bone, but he was very young. He was also with his future brother-in-law. But Catholics have a workaround. Also, in the wedding episode... You're right, she doing says, it in the butt! Maybe that explains the woman in France! He says... Uh, she says, where did you learn to kiss like that? And he says... A seda was a virgin, not a monk. Mm-hmm. So you get the impression that he's he's diddled around a bit. Were you guys not surprised when you found out he was a virgin? No, no. Did it not seem I unlikely? I was delighted. Yes, delighted. but did it not seem... No, because it should always be ridiculous and nobody should ever believe it, but it's always been told as the woman being the virgin. No, it's fun. I No doubt about that. It is a fun twist that I didn't expect, and, and the, the twist was... Was fun because of its, you know, what do you topsy turvy, all that shit. But um, but it did seem a little unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't see with everything that this guy's been through in the life he's lived. It's surprising and also, to me kind that he's of the like, way he looks, like real. Well, you know, <laughs> in the books, um, he's still like he's hideous. <laughs> no, he's still very obviously a stone cold fox. But Sam Huan is also older than Jamie Fraser is. He's supposed to be like. 22, 23 max. Ah, that's still unbelievable. Well, yeah. That's still I don't think it's unbelievable that he's a, a virgin in this. Uh, I didn't say unbelievable. I said unlikely. I will go Technically, you said unrealistic. But yeah. Unrealistic. Yeah. Unrealistic. I, I, don't, I don't know about that. Oh, he's, I guess, I think I guess he's, what I mean is unlikely. It's probably more unlikely than it is unrealistic because he is at that age where he should be getting married. And if Claire didn't come along, he's probably yeah, going to get should. married. Yeah, you got to start that family with 13 kids in case eight right, of them die. Right, immediately. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, half your fucking brood is going to die every time. Well, so you got to like. And he's going to be dead by 40 anyway in that in that like time period. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, well, how old how old's Not that superhuman specimen. God damn. <laughs> uh, so, like, if Claire doesn't come along, I think he probably within the, the same timeline marries. Leary mm-hmm. within the same Ugh. period of months, right? Oh, you know, whatever. But like, that's what it was going to be. Just why don't you open and close your OE in the mic again, you dumb dumb? I think that, no, I don't think it's unrealistic. I think that he probably could have and would have saved himself till marriage. Do it slower. <laughs> <laughs> We're all just watching you. Come on, 
about Kevin? What were you saying? No, what, what were, what were I you can't talking make about a Kevin? Point. I can't because I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose it. Uh, no, it's it's not unrealistic to me. It's it, like you said, it's probably unlikely, but it's not unrealistic. I wasn't taken out of it by the fact that he was a virgin. Okay, so he was a virgin wedding night. Then all of a sudden, you've got a virgin male and this pretty hot ass thirty year old, twenty nine year old, whatever woman who's been doing it for several years. Mm-hmm. When you think about that in your own minds, how did the wedding scene stack up? Was it like? The trying to get to know you shit, did that make a difference? Or no? No, it's okay. You guys. No, we can't remember. We don't remember much about it. <laughs> All right. Why not? Well, I, I watched it when it's it was on. It's been a long on. time ago. I watched, I it. watched that episode when it was actually. Oh, Julie yeah. and I watched it when That's it came why out. We tried uh, to I shotgunned it all before the first Dude Lander. But we decided to watch the. Pr- the I understand. Do you remember the pearl, pearl necklace? Said. Not the. He doesn't pearl blow. Necklace. I remember that he doesn't do a pearl necklace. No. He gives her an actual pearl Yeah, necklace. it comes up later. It comes up in the finale. That's the only reason yeah. why I remember Okay, it. never mind. Then no more questions about the wedding. All right, here's another. No, I mean, I, I remember that the, that they had like a lot of, I, I remember that it was hot. I do remember that it was hot. It, is the wedding the knife to the throat? No. 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 Then I will say nothing further. Mm-hmm. I. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best. Just so, real quick, I want to paint a picture. We... Here at the Podland of Drunk Cast, take mm. your feedback very seriously. And some of you, one of you in particular, Jed Lander, we love you so much, get really disappointed when you can't hear Janine. But we only have four microphones. So what's happening is Janine put a microphone on essentially a swivel. Kevin <laughs> is leaning his arm on it like he's playing the sands. And then whenever Janine wants to talk, he kind of waves. And like half the time, Kevin just straight up ignores him. (laughs) (laughs) The other half, he swivels it and it goes. Janine's not a guest on this podcast. I am. That's why I ignore him. Swivel it. Can you hear that squeak? (laughs) It's it's almost as funny as Neil slowly capping and uncapping his O.E., so uh, I just want to, but I just want to throw in to say that I think, uh, <laughs> I think, I think the question you posed to them was the idea of like, is it realistic or how does it feel with these two different aged people? Uh, it make I think it works really well for me. Like it makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. And, uh, I think they play it quite, quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, uh, I tried to think back when I was 22 or whatever, how old ever Jamie's supposed to be. And, uh, that interaction they have and the way she's like really patient and then like says, okay, hold on. We're going to figure this out. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That's like, yeah. That's, that's like, and that's then she, fantastic. and then she teaches him that just a little bit of pain can be a satisfying thing, which by the way is a much better lesson than the one he learns at the end of season one. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, I don't have anything to add to that. No. <laughs> Why did you tell me to swing the mic? Because he loves that moment. Right now, Janine watched this much more recently than either of you, and right now he's thinking about that mo- that moment when she bites him. That is what he is thinking about. Yeah. Now we're all thinking about it, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Look at Neil's face. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I... All right, so anything that you guys have for the first half of season one. Moments that you remember anything. We talked about our four pillars. Just, uh, what does, how does the first half of season one end? 
Like, it ends with, I'll thank you to be taking your hands, hands off, off my waist. Oh, right, right, right. When, when she tries to run back to the Dick Rocks and gets taken by the red coats, mm-hmm. and Blackjack Randall is about to rape her, and then Jamie busts in the windows. Right. But also, and remember. That's the moment where Thomas I mean, this is, this is, this has a little, has a little uh, moment, right? No, when no, no, comes no, no. That's you not until season it two. Till, uh, uh, sorry, part two. Part oh, two. Okay. You don't I, see it until part uh, two. So I remember my. Uh, feelings on this as I was like shotgunning it aggressively to get to Dude Lander for season two was that it just seemed like it just seemed like they were trying to at the end of every episode hit on like we want to get this big catastrophic moment to happen and then it'll immediately resolve itself very quickly in, in the next episode. Standard television show. Yeah, it was, yeah. and I was very kind of... Watch The Good Place, everyone. <laughs> was that the Good Wife spinoff? No. no. It's the one with, that Ted Danson is going to win an it's Emmy a, for It's a good year. show. Oh, it's the new... Wig Dog of Kristen, Mike. Yeah. I'm, Kristen Bell. Guys, I'm, I'm crazy for Ted Danson. Um, but it's it just, really I just show. had this feeling of it being... At this point, it was very much uh, a show that I wasn't crazy about. I wouldn't actually ever sit through because it just seemed like a very much like a period drama, very kind of like everything's going to go fine for 40 minutes and then the last three minutes, some bullshit thing's going to go off the rails. Mm-hmm. Here's my question for you, Kevin. Shoot. Um, is there, what, if anything, about this show would, if you were left to your own devices... Flipping channels on a Saturday afternoon or whatever it is, uh, bring you back to it. Boy, howdy! Uh, and if the answer yes. is nothing, if the answer is I would never ab- ever watch the show, From, if not for two dear friends who are I, invested in I it, would, then, I would never who watch the show. You on their podcast, if not for the fact that I am kind of a fame whore more than once. God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> I love you, buddy. Boy, I, howdy! I would. I only watch this show. Because of the two wonderful women to my right. Mm. Um, uh, what would be another word for wonderful? Listeners, they are sitting to his right. <laughs> I was told to ask a question, but I think I'm going to hold off until the next episode. Okay. Right. Um, I, the, the things that would actually draw me into this show yeah. don't really happen until the second half of this season. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's a moment in particular which we will have to talk about. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about already. Because I, I think I texted you when it happened because it was uh, so much of this first half of the season which uh, in the context of it being the first half of a novel is the groundwork for what's really going to come in the second half and so so much of it is like we need to establish that Claire is back in time and is getting through it she's Mm. not thriving but Mm -hmm. she's like getting through her she's finding her ways and to me I could not have been more bored. Okay. Now, um, would say if like you had seen the first episode mm-hmm. and you'd been like, eh, and then you'd randomly landed on what's the side, the fucking buttered on both sides. What's the name of that episode? Both sides <laughs> now. Both sides now. If you ran, <laughs> but now if you, I want some toes. If, if you randomly landed on both sides now as like the next episode you watched. Would that have made you more interested in the show? Would more, I guess what I'm saying is... That's the Frank episode. Is the Frank stuff in, would the Frank stuff in the first half of season one be more compelling to you? I I think it's the balance, right? Because you see a lot of of time travel shows where they show you, right? Like what happens, well, in Back to the Future, like everything happens in a span of like 10 minutes in 1985. But it's, it's... Yeah, I would have been more hooked if mm. it if the show had been more balanced between 45 and Frank and 
what is what is the actual gear? Whatever. Sixteen. Highlander 17. time. Hi, uh, guys, Highlander is so good. Have you guys watched Highlander recently? Yes. <laughs> Next question. There can be only one. I yes, I would have been more hooked because to see what he was going through while she was going through something mm-hmm. and to not lose that tether, I think would have been interesting to get both sides of those coins. Which I know that that episode is actually I've listened to your podcast, not in the books, and yeah. I think that's why I think it, it enhances the character of Frank. Yeah. Um, Frank no, is I, way I, more I, interesting. I only in led series. you there because I had the sense that that was like mm-hmm. in the first half of the first season was something that you were more interested. So it becomes in more because, of a romantic costume yeah. drama in the first half of the season, and that is a, a genre that I have are no, not drawn to. Yeah, in I have general. no interest in. Mm-hmm. So it's more interesting to you when there is a male's perspective. Well, but I don't think that's necessarily the case, right? I, and I, I knew, I, I thought you were going to go oh, there. she's but, just stirring up trouble. I'm just, I'm just right, fucking, because I'm just fucking we, around with the Because we get plenty of Jamie's perspective in the costume but drama not section. not the same. Not and the I same. think he's talking about the tension between between the person who's in the primary My thrust of the and drama the quote unquote present. and right. the person who I'm, I'm and, interested and in the their person dynamic. who is left behind. Yeah, right. I'm interested okay. in the dynamic as a married couple and yeah. what that does because I'm, I'm I think it is in one level incredibly sad and and so affecting what happens to Frank as he struggles to find his wife that he knows would never leave him for another man mm-hmm. and and he he is convinced of that and he's the only one and fighting that fight versus. Um, Claire struggling to not die. Because yeah. mm-hmm. in some way, Frank, Frank's, Frank's struggle is a more realistic or more, it's more arresting to us in the present, right? The, the idea that someone would have a loved one disappear and not know what happened to them, but be certain, but no, but be certain of, of their relationship. Like no doubt about the love between them. And that this, but that my loved one has disappeared and I know they're out there somewhere I have no, you know, I have no, um, no, uh, there's nothing for me to do. I, I, I'm, I've exhausted my opportunity to try to discover what happened to the person I love. Mm-hmm. I know that we love each other. I hope that they're still out there somewhere. I hope that they're not dead. Like, well, to me, and that, hei- that struggle was very realistic. Yeah, it I heightens think. it from being a costume drama. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Uh, well, also, too, that like uh, during Neil's conversation with me and Kevin going, What? You know me. You, 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 okay, fine. Sorry, I'm drunk. Fucking old E. Um, yeah, but also right. thinking, too, that like Frank's story is much, con- is much more condensed, right? So, mm-hmm. like, like, could you, like, if you, if you just turn the tables on that, right? Like, what if you saw a full season of Frank and, like, those those particular things? And, like, it wouldn't be... Like, a, going to the shitty cop's office every morning yeah. to get an update. And, it would, it, it and would, then going to get coffee. And then some woman in the coffee shop being sad and, like, kind of falling in love with this sad widower. Like, that's way more boring story, yeah, you guys. I'm, I'm bored of it. <laughs> it is, actually. No, it is. And then, like, but and, but you'd have the reverse of, like, like trying to condense, like... Um, uh, Claire's story into mm-hmm. that re- and like oh my god like what would that be that would be like oh you uh, couldn't like it's just well it's there's just so intense um, to think about I think there's a reason that this book series which is incredibly popular mm-hmm. has never been made into a movie and it's because I think it is there's too much for a movie mm-hmm. you just couldn't like how imagine trying to adapt all 16 episodes in season one into two, two and a half hours tops. You couldn't do it. You just couldn't. You, I, th- there would be, and there'd still have to be boning, so it would honestly be like nothing but nine-second bean flicks. 
Unbelievable. Um, I, if you don't want to know anything about season three at all, um, just like uh, hum yakety sax to yourself for a second. Um, no, Julie, you're going to be fine. Uh, you'll be fine. Um, Kevin, it's based on what you just said, Neil. Wait, am I humming yakety sax or what am I doing? No, you're no, fine. Just sit and listen. I was talking to our listeners. Be a grown up. But I don't know anything about season three. I'm not going to spoil anything for you. You've seen the end of season two. People always tell me they're not going to spoil something. <sighs> they may tell me something that spoils something. No, you've already seen Ask your boyfriend. the. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 so you've seen season two, so you know that. Hey, if you just stopped humming yakety sax, so you expected we'd be done by now, I got foiled by two toads, 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 toads. I think I was trying to say trolls and turds at the same time. <laughs> Troll. Troll turds. Anyway, Trolls. go back to humming. Madam, I am offended. Stop. Go back to humming. It'll be fast. Anyway, because you've seen season two, you know that I can't, seriously can't concentrate with the yakety sex. Because you've seen season two, you know that Claire ends up back in 1940, I think, eight when she gets back um, yeah. with Frank and that Frank takes her back and then they go to America. So I do not think it is spoiling you to say that in season three, you get a lot of Frank. That was Canada. Boston. No, it's he's going to teach at Harvard. He's going to teach at Harvard. It's uh, you get a lot more Frank, Frank and Claire, but just Frank in general in season three. Well, I'm never going to be bad about more. I mean, this is, this. Nope, me neither. Mazes forever. Okay, you can if you just tune back in. It's okay. You don't have to hum Yakety Sax anymore. <laughs> Julie, I'm going to fucking murder you. <laughs> What's the last? Anyway, pillar? are we on the fourth? No, pillar? that was that it's was only three pillars. pillars. You guys did it. We made a pyramid. Do we use scales now? We're going to do one scale on a scale, mm. and this is, it's a classic of Ken Burns baseball speed. to speed. <laughs> Where does Outlander fall on the Ken Burns baseball to Only speed scale? season one, part one. Season one, part one. Wait, I'm sorry. Can I, I need to understand this a little bit more. Where? There's no understanding. There is just two. This is, it's the most important Great. scale. That's all I needed. Thanks. Yep. We're ready nope. to go. It's the most important scale. It's the, how often do you get up to get a beer scale? So between Ken Burns baseball, which maybe you would never get up and you would have to have a toilet in your lazy boyfriend. God, I love baseball. <laughs> Single see. ladies, I love baseball. <laughs> and OE. Hit me up on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Kevin's Tinder bio. <laughs> I think those are pretty good. I stand by those. I stand by those jokes because some of them have actually appeared in my Tinder bio. Scale. Ladies, Janine really wants us to wrap it up. Janine wants us to wrap it up. Let's go. Let's Come on, go. Bro. Come on, bro. The Elizabeth Taylor, Richard Burton, Cleopatra. Nice. Good. All right. What because about you? that movie is long and there's a lot of bullshit in it, <sighs> but then there are moments that are amazing. Okay. On a scale of baseball, which Ken I love. Ken Burns baseball. I, which was hard to get through. And then <laughs> and, 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 and the dynamic motion picture speed. How often would I stop this to walk away? How, it, how engrossing is it? How yes. engrossing is it? The outside world. Like just going outside is more engrossing than I think the first. No, it, has, <laughs> it, it needs to it be It needs to be a movie? movie? Uh, it needs to be a movie. You could just Kevin, say Kevin Have Ken you ever Burns listened baseball. to this podcast? Have you ever listened to our podcast? No, it I haven't. I don't, movie. I don't subscribe. Uh, <laughs> I got called out for that before, but I. But if you want to subscribe, subscribe, Stitcher, iTunes, it's all there. You know what it's it is? It's all there available to you. Do you know what it is? Hmm. It is the last action hero where you think it's going to be interesting 
And then it has seven different endings, and none of them are satisfying. Oh my God. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, that's fine. All um, of those of you with ASMR, like, I apologize for Neil's terrible behavior. Listeners, I need everybody to know that my husband finished his OE first. Damn it. God damn it. Lambert, get on it. We Listeners, gotta finish this episode. I'm a goddamn professional. <laughs> Oh, Janine, are you going to go for it? Come on, wrap it up. This Come is the on, end Janine. of the episode. Oh, wait, listeners, I just finished mine. So, uh, Kevin I get finishes first. Wait, wait, wait. Janine. Oh, it's chug, like I'm in chug, college chug, again. Chug, 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 it's chug, like you're playing Edward Ford. You're almost there. Oh, my God. Oh, he wants to die. He's going to do it. He's going to do it, though. Yeah. I changed my answer. I changed my answer. On a scale of Ken Burns baseball to speed, the first season of Outlander is watching Aaron Pennell show. Six ounces of OE. <laughs> oh, look, he looks like he's going to He up. hates everything, and, and he wants to do anything else. That's that, how I feel. With that, fair <laughs> listeners, we are going to leave you for a short time. Um, while you let at least a week of your life pass uninterrupted, we will temporarily go eat some snacks and be back. It's time travel. I'm Allison. Um, episode two, Julie, is always the more fun one. <laughs> And I'm Janine. You know what's funny is she was trying to say episode two is always the more fun one, but then she in- inserted a parenthetical, which and instead Julie. she said, episode two, Julie is always the more fun one. That's not what I meant, though. You guys knew what I meant. It's my goddamn birthday tomorrow, Julie. Go you to hell. You know what I meant. You know what I meant. Bye.